Hey friends, it is Andrew from Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures here. Thank you for joining us and coming on yet another adventure. Hey, you know our great friends at BGL, every year they hold this incredible conference called RegTech, which tours around the country and shares with the participants and the attendees all things Reg technology, human, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, this year, the theme was evolution, which was really interesting. My uh, amazing co-host, Ellie, as you all know, the, the award-winning, the uh, incredible human that she is, and she's not here, so she can't hear me revving her up and giving her a bit. Um, she actually was uh, speaking at this conference this year, which was pretty cool. Very, very, very well done, Ellie. High fives from me. Anyway, the reason that I'm telling you about this is at the Melbourne session, we were invited to do a live podcast to talk about the topic of evolution in the accounting industry. Problem is, you see, I am sometimes a distracted person and I am responsible for here at the podcast and all things making sure stuff gets recorded and audio and all the back end. And the five minutes into us talking, I had a look over at the podcast desk and I realized I didn't hit that big fat red record button, which meant you missed the first five minutes of this conversation. But that's perfectly fine because it was all about getting to know what's going on in connection. So hopefully, forgive me. Give me a bit of peace. Give me some grace. Let me off this one time. But please come and join us on this next incredible live adventure as we uncover and unpack the evolution of the accounting industry. Cheers. Faces and, you know, it's... it's there's when you're sitting on a webinar and you're talking, it's really hard to engage. Like you don't know what people are thinking and feeling. And it's so good just walking into a big old room, seeing the app partners again, you know, connecting with people that you haven't seen or you've met via Zoom but never met in real life. Mm. And just to be back, we're back. Do you know what's even stranger about doing this in-life podcast thing? What? So I only just remembered to hit the record button. So that first five <laughs> minutes of chat didn't get recorded at all. Are you kidding? Yeah, which Should is good. Should we start again? Nah, nah, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll load it up later. <laughs> we'll let we'll let we'll let David, uh, who does all the editing, just figure that bit out. He oh can my make gosh, it sound that is hilarious. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the, the, you've been Sydney, Radelaide, Melbourne. You've finished. Obviously, Melbourne's the best because I'm from <laughs> Melbourne, and it's always I the best. I actually crowd. have to tell you, Radelaide. I have to tell you, Radelaide was the best crowd. Okay. If I'm if I'm giving a rating of one to ten on the cheerleading routine. Mm-hmm. Adelaide was definitely a 10. Okay. Melbourne, uh, an eight and a half. Wait, I, I'm, I have a snapped Achilles. For those <laughs> you don't, I have a snapped, I have a boot on my leg. You do. You got me on stage to cheerlead and dance. Like, I did I the best I could. I know. And you know what? You carried. You carried it. My physique is not designed for cheerleading. No. Look, you carry that moon boot well, my friend. Thank you. And like, you can do anything in a moon boot. I've seen it. I can. There's plenty I can do. I know, I know there is, I know, I know. Mm. So yes, awesome to be back in a real life event. So if, you know, if there's an opportunity and there's something going on, like a road show or somebody's doing something, get out there. Don't be afraid. Start to get back out there. You'll really start to love it and get that comfort you know, that comfort in doing it and just sitting down and listening to great content, like Mm. actually being taught, like this is the stuff that we've missed and you don't have any of those other interruptions. Your team isn't there. Your clients aren't there. You can actually focus. Like that's been a great thing. Yeah. Sit back, listen, go, what does this mean to me? Like I've been at a conference the last couple of weeks as well and, and being able to share on stage and connect with people and it's just been it just reminds you how valuable that kind of stuff is. So thank you, yeah. BGL, for putting on such a great show. They're so and, brave. Uh, 
I, I love them cool for it. Yeah. Absolutely love them for so, it. So the theme of Redcheck this year has been evolution. Yeah. Uh, and I figured, like, if you and I are going to spend 10, 15 minutes here talking crap, uh, uh, it's never whatnot. crap, Andrew. It's gold. It's well, pure gold. The, the, the hundreds of people that are in front of us, it is incredible. <laughs> I can't believe how many are hanging around to listen. I know. It's amazing how many absolutely love us. But, um, but we lucky we like evolution. talking to ourselves. Why don't we talk about the evolution of our accounting adventures? Wow. So, like, you know, obviously, like, so for me, uh, we're, we're hitting 10 years old come 1st of May. So that's a big yeah. milestone for us. You're four, five? Three. 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 Jeez, Three. You're, you're I in, know. We're just like little, little babies. Like, we're like a toddler, man. I've just learned how to walk. So I'm keen to see what we've evolved. And, and, and you can probably think even further back, but maybe talk about Olin as well. I want to know, what did you care about then when, when I you started, started that yeah. you don't care about now? Um, yeah. And then I'll flip that as well. What did you not care about that you now do? Like what, what have you evolved your thinking as an owner of an accounting firm about what's important, what isn't? Yeah, look, I think the one thing that I was most worried about was revenue growth, which I think I've discussed before. Definitely not something that I should have been worried about. But even just the culture of what we want to build, of looking further out than the five years, the 10 years, what is it actually at all in we want to do for ourselves and for our clients, but also for our community? Like, how can we bring each other on the journey? Like, those weren't things that I actually thought about or considered yeah. when we started. And that's been, I think the community for me has been the biggest find, the biggest yeah. gold nugget. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I reckon for me, one of the things in the early days is that, you know, I started with just me. I didn't have a yeah. team and you had a couple of people who started. Yeah. So it was, just, it was just Andrew and away we go. And I think the thing that I've learned that I, that I maybe didn't care as much about then but I care a lot more about now is the team, is the other people yeah. that, that help you to actually get done what so it is true. you need to get done. And, and it isn't until you have a few of those moments where you see the value of those people around or yeah. where you see the value of them not being around and, and all of a sudden the challenges that you face yeah. that you really um, recognise that true value and importance of those people and and particularly as you grow and we, we, we're continuing to grow which is great yeah. but it also presents a whole bunch of new different challenges and some things that I'm just personally not capable of getting done because it doesn't I don't have the skill set to do that so making yeah. sure we've got good people around us whereas and that evolves doesn't yeah. it like literally month to month week to week you know year to year your business evolves and needs to grow like the way that I like to think about business is like a baby right like I literally just birthed the baby I have to do everything for yeah. it right it's it, it it burps and farts and poos and wheeze and I have to do absolutely everything for it. I've got to care for this thing. But as it gets older and more people are able to help care for it, mm. it then turns into a toddler, right? You still have a lot of activity. But as your business grows, sometimes you need to step out. Like I'm going through that thing, you know, that parenting thing with my 16-year-old where I'm having to step back and I've <laughs> done all of this stuff for 16 years. Yeah. And that's what sometimes we have to do with our businesses, right? Absolutely. absolutely. We have to step out and other people have to step in. I don't want to hear about 16-year-old girls though. I've got an eight-year-old and an almost five-year-old girl. And that's going to do my head in. I'm you know to what? Think too much. No, Estelle's been amazing. So I wouldn't even worry about it. It's been a, it's been a smooth sale so yeah, far. Yeah, but your children are your children. My <laughs> children are my children. And there's a. The, whilst my wife Ivana is is very different. Than what are you me, most but, worried about, Andrew? Oh, I'm just, what did you get up to that you're so I, I worried about? I actually wasn't a bad kid. I was a yeah. really well-behaved kid, but I probably have rebelled and become different as I've gotten older and I've yeah. realised that. So my, my upbringing was relatively conservative. So my concern is probably just the way I act and behave around my kids now <laughs> and then them just thinking that that's perfectly fine and then I'll have, yeah. you know, a 14, 15, 16-year-old daughters who are 
doing, rebelling against yeah. you. Well, can I'll bring this back to business. Okay. If you that's, don't, that's if you don't give, yeah, thank you. If you don't give the discipline and the time or the processes, the tech, the people right, oh, good when segue, you, yeah. thank you so yeah. much, when your business gets older and you have to step back, it's going to rebel against you. And so this is where the culture, the team, the processes, all of those things, all of the guidance, all of the things that we set up when it's a baby is so that it can grow and scale mm. and turn into a beautiful teenager or adult and have its own babies. Like that's the way that I actually like to see business and that's how I talk about business to my clients. Yeah. And so I think it's actually being conscious about what are we doing in those moments mm. to help to build our business so that it evolves in the way that we want it to, to control as much as we can. I think when I started my business and this is going to be, this is a like a, very harsh comment, but I cared a lot more about tax terms than I do now. Yeah, oh, totally. But that is because the role that I have has changed, and this is something yeah. that I wanted to I wanted to talk about here as well as um, the evolution of your business compared to the evolution of yourself as an yeah. individual. So for me, my role has evolved where I get to do other things. You know, I do a lot of business advisory, I do a lot of business development, I do a lot of branding, marketing, and I also get the privilege to do things like we do right now, yeah. speaking and sharing some things I'm passionate about. But the business has also evolved to a point where it's like sitting there and it's like, hey, Andrew, we need these things. And it's like, well, Andrew, you're not capable of doing that. So how do we actually, do, we, do I bring people up internally to do that? Do I seek them externally? Or do we just decide not to do those things at all? How do you find that, the difference between evolving as a person within mm. your business versus the evolution of your business itself? Yeah, I think because it's still such early days that alignment is, is very, very close. So, um, you know, I, I guess in some ways, you know, what I want personally, ultimately the business can do and drive mm. but I can see that as it gets bigger and there are more people kind of in that pie that you know it does need to be bigger than yourself mm -hmm. and I think ultimately you know it depends what your ultimate goal is is it that um, you want to build it to a certain size or you just want to keep it for lifestyle like it really does depend on and where you no want to take it that. no like there's if not you, if you there's want to scale all. it like crazy if you want to sell it if you want to acquire others if you want to sit there quietly like I know that for us when we first started very very clearly I didn't want my name to be on I didn't want to do Evander no, Beacon Co yeah. I didn't want to have that because I didn't want to firstly I didn't want it, the future people that work with me to feel like they're not a part of the business but yeah. I also went <laughs> I don't think Vanderbeek and Co really is all that attractive when no. it comes to trying to work with the kind of people that we want to work with as well. So we've, oh, we've evolved that throughout the time of going, well, if we started with the foundation of that, it's meant as we grow and evolve in those spaces, it's a bit easier to do so rather yeah. than having to kind of, oh, geez, we've got to fully rip up the carpet and the floorboards and rebuild yeah. this whole, whole whole situation. I agree. I agree, which is why we chose All In as well. It wasn't based around one person. I knew that it would be bigger than just me but we've also gone through this evolution talking about evolution we've just gone through this big rebrand like that was to actually Which looks great by the oh, way thank you so much it's a lot more colorful about the second best brand in the <laughs> in Australia. of course it's second best nothing could ever beat you i don't have an award ah. from a marketing perspective you do so we like I <laughs> no i didn't say that and you know i think in that regard why did we do the rebrand it was to evolve who yeah, are we yeah. who is my team are we bigger than just Ali and Lee. Well, of course we are. And we wanted to bring and engage all of our team into that journey. They need to feel connected. When we did our kind of semi-rebrand as well, which was just a slight tweak, we're like, hey, like this was six years old when we had four or five people and we're now like 15, we're now 20 people. Like yeah. we can't keep 
iterating the same thing over and over again. We need to we need to listen and connect to the people that are within our business and pe- people that are external and, and working with us. Yeah, we can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again, and we have to allow ourselves to evolve in that space. Uh, I completely agree with you, and I think that that's a really critical component of actually growing is not staying stagnant is recognising we've grown from this. Mm. What do we need to do? What sort of processes do we need to put in place? What new people do we need? Because, you know, we've actually had this discussion offline. Mm -hmm. Will our businesses outgrow us Mm -hmm. or go in a different direction? And that's actually really confrontational. Like it's a really confronting thing to actually talk about and discuss. Hello to Sam. What burgers he wanders by? Bye, Sam. He's going to go buy some wine. Oh, he's going to go to Burley. Well, isn't he the lucky man? Um, Yes. Yeah, so, so I think we've I asked you this question before. Um, so I think I know the answer, but I'm gonna ask it again. Talking evolution, talking about like the foundation that we build that allows you to evolve. Is there anything when you started you'd go, Oh, I probably wouldn't have done it that way now that I've evolved and grown, it would have made it easier to easier for you to ch- like a- approach change and evolve and be where you're at? I mean you're uh, only three years in, so Yeah. Look, I think we we got a lot of it right. I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Right, I'll pat you <laughs> Thank you. I think, you know, we had a great focus on building the team, on the tech and the people, and we knew what kind of clients we wanted. But I think looking back, it was most probably the people side yep. um, where we weren't as focused on that as we most probably needed to be and kind of picked people that were right for the time but maybe potentially couldn't grow into it. This is something I've been learning a lot lately yeah. as well is that, you know, particularly when you're recruiting and you're hiring, um, yes, there's an immediate need of things that you might need to get Correct. done, but you have to be still be looking two, three, four, five, ten, twenty, however many years in the future that you yeah. want them to be around. Because yep. you might be solving a today problem, but you might be creating a next year um, bigger problem as a result 100%. of hundred percent. So I think you need to look at what your ultimate goal is and, and bring people in on that journey that can actually add some value along that pathway and actually help to take you to that next step rather than just meet the current need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in some sometimes you do just need someone to meet the current need but you know if you are on that growth and you do want to grow and you do want to build you do need to start looking at you know what types of things you need to actually put in place now because those things take time we all know how long it takes to recruit people should definitely go back and have a listen to our growth episode I know not a tumor that's right yeah how can I forget that opening yeah no that That was was a good good one what is um what like can you think of something in particular that for you in the three years has evolved the most what has really evolved where has it gone what was it what does it look like can you think oh look it's definitely our brand and culture about who we are what we represent what we actually want to deliver to our clients to my team you know i i want each of my team members to grow and to become the absolute superstars that they are and that that care that i have for them has most probably overwhelmed me Mm. that i never thought would most probably happen. And so it's definitely been that culture. It's all about them people. But it is. It mm. is. And the level of care that you have for them and that you want them to succeed. And that there are times that I sacrifice what I – well, a lot of times I sacrifice what I want for them. Yeah. Because I want them to grow. I want them to build. And I, you know, same thing that I, I do it for my family as well. And maybe that's just something innate within me. I will put their needs first. And – um just this connection that I have to my business. It's mm. so strong. It's so mm. strong. Mm. And there's this real alignment. So, you know, when you talk about the personal evolution versus business evolution, I, I feel like they're so aligned and it is confronting to me to think about them separating. Where are you at with that? Yeah, I'm, I mean, the thing that's evolved the most for me has probably been my waistline and my beard. <laughs> uh, I was, I was no, thin and I had no, no facial can I hair. Just, I just want to um, 
pop something in here. Yes. L- last night we went out to tea. Yeah. And as we were walking back to the hotel, staying in separate rooms, of course. Separate, yes. Um, yes. Um, we had some young lads who were under the influence, but saying, oh, hey, 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 hey. And I'm like, mm. oh, jeez, <laughs> they want to talk to me. No, 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 no. They're after you, my friend, yep, they because wanted, of your magnificent be beard. <laughs> you were complimented for at least 15 minutes yes. on the magnificence of the beard. I mean, let's ignore the fact that they were relatively inebriated <laughs> and, and, and talking to pretty much everyone they walked past. The beard love the beard was love. strong. It's real. It was strong. And you actually made plans to meet with them in five years' time at the same place we when did. they've got their beards. I look forward to seeing I them. I know. So you do have that magnificent beard. So, you Thank know. You. Good, so that has evolved. Like, and the beard has tongue evolved? In, tongue in cheek, but also I think <laughs> that is probably a reflection of evolution in itself is, is being more comfortable with who you are and what that fits. What it yeah, means so true. Because I think when I started the business, I thought I, there was an expectation of what I needed to be, what yeah. I needed to look like. And it was more that I hadn't really taken time to think. Like I was still 26. I hadn't really like matured to a point where I truly understood who I was, what I believed in, anything from a, a, a spiritual aspect to a technical work aspect, a family, yeah. all these other things. Yeah. So I think evol- evolution for me over the time has really been accepting and understanding who I am, but also where I fit within this, the business that I'm growing. Because I know for me, you talk about that, that separation. Yeah. I'm really starting to see the need for me to be more separated from areas of my business to yeah. allow my, my leaders of the team to excel and do a fantastic job in that. And and I've really learnt a lot about the difference between being helpful and being disruptive. <laughs> um, particularly over the last I can't imagine you ever being so. disruptive, Andrew. No, I'm, I just I'm I don't really I don't, inclusive and helpful. I know. You are. I love yeah. your ideas. Yeah, like, thank you. They're amazing. It's good. I do what I can. <laughs> You've mentioned something to me before and it resonates in my mind. You have had to become the leader of leaders. Yeah. And that is actually a really difficult thing to do because you have to break control of your own little baby yep. and let somebody else look after it. It's like it's going to school. It's hard because I've done everything within that business. I've yeah. done the bookkeeping, the admin, the the reception work. I've been the accountant. I've been the advisor. I've, I've lodged superannuation funds. I've I've used BGL. Um, you know, <laughs> Great products, you know, by products. the way. I've, I've used all of the products out there. I've done them all. Yeah. I've run all the tech. I've done everything. Yeah. But right now, everybody else does all of that. And my role is really, as you, as I said, you said before, trying to lead the leaders who are now leading those sections. And we're not a huge business. You know, we're a team of 20, yeah. but we've got four other people that are looking after areas of our business. And I need to allow them to lead their team to get stuff done yeah. and then I need to help them to be as best as they possibly can at that and it's and it is it is a, a difficult shift when you have done it all before yeah. you're relatively good at doing it yeah. um, and you, you might be a, a slight control freak <laughs> once again can't imagine that to be true no truly. I'm, not, I'm not a control freak at all at no all, not at all just keep your mouth close to the mic <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> and I want to ask you something confronting. Oh, okay. Um, potentially. Oh, jeez. I know. Breathe. I'm, I'm Just now. breathe through this. The crowd where is sitting on the edge of their be. seats. Um, where do you see Illuminate going? How big do you think it's going to be? I don't be? know why, but for some reason I've been asked this question a lot in the last month. Oh, maybe you need to actually find the answer, Yeah, there's Andrew. a lot of people that are asking, what, what does the future look like? What is the future future, like that end? And I think for me, like it's not about an end goal per se. It's about a journey uh, and the like approach it. I'm taking, right? I want to run a good business all the time. I don't want to get to a point where I have a good business. Yeah. So those things mean that sometimes in the eyes of a profit mechanism, I might not be as profitable. But yeah. at the same time, I still need to ensure that I am because then yeah. the, 
you have the, lives and children and wives. There's the balance of what that looks like. Yeah. So what is the, the goal for us? I mean, we, we, we'll probably continue to grow. We're, we're a few weeks away from opening our Mornington factory, which is wow, just amazing. so exciting. Um, the whiskey bar and all the things Woo. will be so good in there. And we look forward to having parties and, yeah. and whatever happens there. So we'll continue to evolve and grow as that comes about. But for me, it's really... It's identifying, seeking and taking advantage of good quality, healthy opportunities yeah. and encouraging our team to be able to approach and see those things as well yeah. in a way that it doesn't require me all the time. Because yeah. I want to do more other things outside of just... Well, you're about Illumina. to go on a UK tour, my friend. Yeah, watch out. Get, go and get your tickets. Packing my bags. I'm going to go speak in a bunch of pubs and stuff. Oh, so so if, cool. if you are from the UK, I will be in the UK for the month of May uh, and there will be touring through, it's looking like Edinburgh, Manchester, uh, Birmingham, Cardiff, London, nice. Brighton maybe. And I'm saying all of this without actually having officially locked it in. So <laughs> if you're listening to this I think you're speaking it into action. And, it, look, and everyone the, if, will be able to admire the beard. If the tour doesn't happen, I'll at least be in those cities. Because I will be there with my mum in tow. So you can come with my mum. <laughs> Sherry, she's I'd love great. to meet your mum. Really, honestly, I'd love to. And then to. ask her why. Are you going to bring around, I don't know, like a CAANZ um, magazine that has you <laughs> on the cover? I'm just asking for a friend. Um, cover boy. Thanks, thanks for knowing that. <laughs> I was just working out where I could weave that one in. I know, I know. I've been waiting this whole time. Well, that, uh, you know, my future, like, do I become a supermodel now? Now well, apparently look, I, I sit on the front I, of I, This is the thing. Like, sometimes when you do something so well, like, you're the cover boy. How on earth can you ever be within the pages anymore? You have to be on the cover. You and you've literally... The only accounting magazine I ever read is CAANZ, you've done it. So in my mind, there is nothing better. You are like Elle McPherson. You basically just need to Ellie, retire. you need to remove your lips from my ass, mate. You've been <laughs> kissing it so bloody hard. <laughs> no, I've just been waiting you for are, that moment. You are hilarious. Thank you. Uh, I knew that that moment was going to come and I'm sure that it won't be the last and one. And it will definitely not be the last. I actually have that cover up in the office and, you know, every Frame now it. and again we just give it a little bit of love. That's good. You know, bow, well, like a bit of a and, kiss yep. and a there we go. <laughs> Now I've got my ring. I'll just stamp my ring on it. Excellent. Yeah, well, hey, look, I welcome. think our time to have a conversation is coming to an no. end. No. Oh, no. We're going to have to finish I'm, up. We've got oh. stuff to do. Well, I know. I want to ask the question. Oh, you got another question? Yes, All right, go. Yes. Where do you see the future of accounting? Come on. We're in this evolution. Where do you see it? Where's it going, my friend? Well, I feel like the, the, the easy answer here is robots, right? I feel like the easy <laughs> answer is like everything will be automated and there'll be robots and, and, and all those kind of things. But I don't know. Like I, I feel like I want to... I want to go a little bit different than just the simple easy answer, but I actually don't know if there is any other answer than a continued focus on automating the stuff that can be automated and that the accountants themselves becoming more human, more relational, more connected as a result of that. Yeah. So I think you spoke about it today in your session about the evolution of the advisor is, you know, all the things that can be automated, all that stuff, that, but it empowers and allows us to then do a lot more of the human connection, a lot more of the advisory stuff, a lot more of all the stuff that might set us on fire and might mm. really give us joy. So I, I do think that, you know, if I, I look at that in 10 years' time, I mean, 10 years ago... I feel like I didn't do much, things too much different than I do now. Yeah. But I definitely did. And in 10 years' time, I'm sure that that will look different. I think our industry will have... It'll be interesting, you know, we've got big incumbent software companies that uh, are chal you know, challenged to have yeah. the pace of growth and change and impact that they've yeah. had historically. What do they do? Does that give space for other people to jump in and get some stuff done? Yeah. Or does that mean that, you know, we're kind of maybe slowing some rate of technological growth to a point in time uh, for something then to break or pop and then yeah. see that next change come. I, I have to be honest and say I feel like we're in a holding pattern 
Mm. You know, there hasn't been any major game changes. There's been great apps come on board that have delivered, you know, those little pain points being resolved. But I want a game changer. There's something in me that really wants to fire me up. I think when you've experienced that, like, holy shit moment, yeah. you, you go, like, when's the next one coming? I want it. I want it so bad. And, you know, we've been interviewing our sponsors recently, you like have. Guy and like Ron. Like Mr. Ronlish. And I know, who is dead set amazing. We love Ron. Um, and what what came to me from that is that I don't think it's going to be the blue things bringing the game changing. I actually think it's going to be the people around it delivering really great tech, building up those automations. And so maybe it's going to be that really gradual thing where we don't get the, oh, that was such a game changer, but the evolution happens. I do wonder if we'll see, you know, these the, the, the larger, you know, tech mobs and, you know, the zeros and the mobs and the intuits and the like out there. And as they continue to kind of expand what they actually deliver yeah. and, you know, buy out different bits of apps. Yeah. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about some of them having to rebuild some of their foundations to then accelerate the growth and the change they're bringing out. I'm intrigued to see in the next 10 years, what will mm. Zero be doing that they don't do right now and mm. will they do it well? You know, mm. will Myob finally recover from the impact that's happened to them? You know, mm. with QuickWorks Intuit and their enormous amount of cash that they've got lying around, where yeah. will they spend that and yeah. will it be something that actually helps to create change for yeah. us? So I think there'll definitely be some um, more international growth in terms of exposure with apps coming from other countries and, and getting, getting I think, some inspiration from how people do things around the world. Yeah. But really, what does it look like for us in 10 years' time? I think, I think you kind of said, I, th I feel like we're waiting for something, but I don't think there's anything obvious right yeah. now that, that I'm seeing. And, and there will be people who are more into tech, like the map paths of the world and the like, yeah. who will be like, dude, but do you know all this blah, blah, blah? And yeah. be like, yeah, that's cool, and, and I'm all about it, but like... How far away realistically is that from actually changing what I do every day? Exactly, and I, mean, I sound like someone who doesn't like change in tech. I love it. I know. But I, I know. Just don't, I'm not historically. Not I've been currently able to seeing see it. it. I haven't. I can't yeah. really see that much. And I now. and I see that. And look, you know, I spoke today a lot about the business evolution and the client evolution, and that we as advisors need to evolve and help to evolve our clients, but mm. we need to evolve to help business. And so I think we just have to evolve with them where that lands on the tech space. Who knows? Is it wearable technology? Is that the next space? Is it this, you know, really leaning into artificial intelligence? And is it robotics? Is it space? Who knows? We're going to be doing accounting for but it's not about bird's eye view. It's <laughs> about space eye view. That's what it's going to be about. <laughs> well, maybe we can do the podcast in space. Guy you can, could get you, us there. He's got spacesuits. Guy can get us there. Excellent. Who's going to sponsor the, the, the space? It's going to be a really ignition. expensive sponsor. All no, right. seriously, Ignition. Guy, mate, no, no stress, buddy. they just buddy. got money. Yeah, you just got some cash. <laughs> send us send us into <laughs> send space. Us we'll space. do an episode. We'll make sure you plug it. We plug it. It'll be great. Or just give Andrew a spacesuit. Either one. Either I'm way. still waiting for that spacesuit. I know, space I know you are. I know you are. It, it has to they come. They said they'll give me one. I know. Anyway. Brooke Holmes, make it happen. <laughs> yes, please. Ethan. Anyone. 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 Excellent. All right. Well, I think we will wrap things up. Ali, uh, you did a fantastic job today. Thank you Thanks for, so much, for being my podcast partner, for accepting my ring. Oh, of, thank you of for giving me the ring. I know. Uh, and thank good, great job on stage, as as with the rest of them. Um, BGL, your pack of legends, thank you for yep. having us here today and for putting on a really cool event to allow us all connect back together. Awesome. Love it. Thanks so much, Andrew. And do you know what? I love just doing the face to face podcast with you. It is so cool so and just vibing and getting into that space. And I'm so thankful to BGL2 for putting this on. It has been amazeballs. Thank you, everyone. Excellent. Cheers, mate.
Hey, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today on Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures. Uh, make sure you check us out on the socials at Accounting Adventures, as well as jump in our website, accountingadventures.com.au. While you're there, make sure, if you liked it, to rate, review and share so that more people can come on the Accounting Adventures together with us. Also, if you have a question or something that we haven't covered and you think we really should, then make sure to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. This is your community and we want you to be a part of it.